0: Welcome to the HisCall Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join HisCall as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. On the first day of school, when I started the fourth grade, I nervously walked into my new classroom. Maybe you remember the feeling of starting a new school year and walking into class on that first day. I was excited, but I was hesitant and nervous, not knowing what things were going to be like. As I looked around my new classroom where I would spend the next school year, I was pleased to see some familiar faces on my classmates, and some were friends that had been in class previous years with me. Then I noticed a new face, sitting in the back of the room looking very unsure and maybe even a little lost. This new kid would become one of my best friends for the remainder of my school years. We even attended college together after graduating high school. Although he now lives with his family in another state, we stay in touch. He's one of those people in life that I know would come at any time if I needed him. All I have to do is call. Growing up, we spent many weekends and time away from school at each other's house. As I got to know him, I learned his parents were from Midland, Texas. Midland is located south of Lubbock on the plains of West Texas. If you have ever known anyone born and raised in Texas, those folks love their state. It's even been quoted, you can take the girl out of Texas, but you can't take Texas out of the girl. My friend's parents loved their home state. Over the years, I would hear them talk about Texas and great stories of life there. It created this interest and excitement in me for Texas. On one of their trips back home, my friend's family bought me a gift. After arriving back in Tennessee, they presented me with a Texas Tech University t-shirt. As I was Completing my high school years and contemplating where I would attend college and spend the next years of my life learning, I dreamed of being a Red Raider. I applied and was accepted at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. This is Chuck, your host for this episode of the Hiscall Technology Podcast. If this is your first time you have found the podcast, I'm very glad you have taken the time to give us a listen. For those of you joining us each episode, I'm very grateful you're back with us today. As you may have noticed, we're back in routine of releasing the podcast, but we now plan to release new episodes on the first of each month. Today is the first time recording in our newly relocated studio for the Hiscall Technology Podcast at our corporate office just outside Nashville. As I mentioned, Lubbock is a city in northwest Texas. In addition to being the home of the Red Raiders, Lubbock is the birthplace of rock and roll legend Buddy Holly, famous for singing several songs, including Peggy Sue. Lubbock was also home for a time to uh, country music's Waylon Jennings. One fact I did not know until recently is Lubbock, Texas, is also steeped in cybersecurity history. Lubbock is home to an infamous hacking supergroup known as the Cult of the Dead Cow, or now CDC Communications. One of its supposed early members is a politician and former presidential candidate currently representing Texas in the United States House of Representatives. As a result of this group's activity, the term hacktivism is said to have started on the West Texas Plains in Lubbock. Hacktivism is derived from combining the words hack and activism. Hacktivism is the act of hacking or breaking into a computer system for political, social, religious, or other reasons waging war on information or disruption to create change. The individuals who perform an act of hacktivism is said to be a hacktivist. For today's episode of the Hiscall Technology Podcast, we'll follow up our previous episode topic of cybersecurity. Every day, every hour, businesses all over the world are at risk of consequence from cybersecurity threats. Knowledge is power. Our awareness of cybersecurity threats and actors is one of the best ways we can prepare and defend our systems against an attack. On our last episode, we discussed social engineering and the most common techniques used by social engineers to trick users and gain access to information and resources. As we continue uh, our cybersecurity discussion, we'll look at the groups or individuals and their motivations. Who are these bad actors? Today, we'll look at some of those bad actors and their motivations for cyber attacks. We'll look at threats inside and outside our organization. Cybersecurity risks present some of the most serious challenges to your business. We need to understand who are the attackers and their motivations for trying to do what they do. Cyber attacks can come from outside or from inside your organization. We may think of cyber threats coming from an anonymous criminal who is far away in some dark room and behind a computer screen. But human error is the root cause of almost every single data breach. An insider threat can be detrimental to your organization, your data, and your brand reputation. So let's look at the insider threat. Current and former employees possess knowledge about your company and are capable of committing crimes that may cause harm to your organization that is impossible to rectify or repair. An insider has authorized access to computer resources such as critical information, personnel, equipment, facilities, networks, and systems. An insider threat is the risk an insider will use their authorized access, knowingly or unknowingly, to do harm to your organization. Let's consider three basic categories of bad actors from within your organization. We'll consider disgruntled employees, thieves, and unintentional insiders. Unintentional insiders are those who unknowingly enable outside attacks, but are not strictly speaking primary attackers. The most typical insider threat is a well-intentioned employee that ends up doing something accidental and puts the company at risk, such as clicking a phishing email, or something negligent such as a privileged user not following company policy in order to complete their work faster, which could result in some form of security compromise, albeit unwittingly. One example of this could be an employee under pressure to meet a critical deadline that needs to continue work from home or needs more storage space and moves company information to a personal Google Drive account where it may not be as protected or has the potential of being stolen. Unlike the unintentional insider, a malicious insider is a threat connected to your organization and intentionally targets it for an attack. They intentionally perform actions such as malicious exploitation, theft, destruction of data, or the compromise of information technology resources. Thieves are financially motivated insiders. They may misuse company assets or manipulate systems for personal gain. This person could be a current or former employee, a contractor, a board member, or anyone who has had authorized access to the office building, networks, systems, or sensitive company information. For example, disgruntled employees may launch retaliatory attacks or jeopardize safety of internal systems. Let's move from internal to external threat actors. We could divide these bad actors outside your organization into categories of organized attackers, hackers, and amateurs. Organized attackers include organizations of cyber terrorists, hacktivists, cyber warriors, and cyber criminals. Cyber terrorists are those whose ideology is to intimidate and strike terror into the hearts of their enemies by causing disruption, mayhem, and damage. Terrorists seek to make a political statement or attempt to inflict psychological and physical damage on their targets in order to achieve their political gain or create fear in their opponents or the public. Cyber terrorists are often not a well-funded group, but they bring lots of ingenuity to attack an enemy's high profile targets by disrupting internet services with distributed denial of service attacks infiltrating systems to steal sensitive data, or exposing personal data about people they want to harm. Cyber terrorists also threaten to corrupt critical information, hoping to throw entire industries into disarray. Hacktivists seek to make a political statement. Hacktivists are the ones motivated by political, social, or moral outrage, representing something they collectively disagree with. Damage may be involved, but the primary motivation is to raise awareness, not encourage change through fear. Cyber warriors, on the other hand, are nation-state attackers with highly sophisticated attacks usually directed toward specific goals. Their missions include espionage, extortion, and embarrassment. These bad actors gather information and commit sabotage on behalf of governments. These are highly trained, well-funded, and tightly organized groups that act in the national and military interest of their country's government. Cyber warriors use digital weapons to disrupt, damage, or destroy critical infrastructure. They are often backed by substantial scientific capabilities and have resources to not only use any known exploit method, but also develop new ones on their own. Cyber criminals are those organized and motivated by financial gain. These bad actors are often organized groups of uh, professional criminals. They may act purely online using existing malware to target point of sale credit terminals, stealing credit card data and personal information that can be used or sold. Cybercriminals may also use ransomware to extort money directly from the owners of the infected computers, holding their data for ransom. The more computers they get infected, the more money they stand to make. Hackers may be perceived as benign explorers, malicious intruders, or computer trespassers. This group includes individuals who break into computers primarily for the challenge and status of their peers after obtaining access. Not all hacking is necessarily considered a malicious activity. A white hat hacker, for example, is someone who uncovers weaknesses in computer systems or networks in order to improve them. They often have permission through a negotiated contract with business owners. In contrast, Black hat hacking refers to malicious exploitation of a target system for conducting illegal activities. In most cases, black hat hackers could be hired by or be sponsored by criminal organizations or governments for financial gain or political purposes. Therefore, hacking can involve espionage, extortion, theft, or vandalism. Amateurs include less skilled hackers that often use existing tools and instructions they can find on the internet. Their motivations vary. Some may simply be curious or enjoy the challenge. Others may be seeking notoriety or to build up and demonstrate their skills to fulfill entry uh, into some hacker group. And However benign their intentions may be, the tools used by amateurs can be very basic but very powerful, and despite their lower skill sets, they can cause a lot of damage, or after gaining enough experience, they may eventually graduate to what we would say professional hacking. As we consider the categories of cyber attackers, we're better able to understand their motivations, and the actions they take and how we can best prepare and respond. When considered together, cybersecurity risks arise from three types of actions. Inadvertent, deliberate, and inaction. Inadvertent actions are those generally committed by insiders that are taken without malicious or harmful intent. While deliberate actions could be insiders or outsiders, these are actions that are taken intentionally and are meant to do harm. Inaction, on the other hand, generally part of the insider group, such as failure to act in a given situation, not saying something when they see something. Maybe they don't act because they lack appropriate skills knowledge guidance or availability of the correct person to take action our primary concerns generally tend to be the deliberate actions with motivations being financial gain destruction disruption or retaliation however we should not overlook those internal threat actors that can be recognized and reduced through education, and awareness of our users to be sensitive to unusual email, phone calls, unusual individuals, or violations of company policies and guidelines. I hope the past two episodes have been beneficial to you and a starting point in helping you educate and raise awareness of the most common threats faced by your users and where those threats may be carried out. If HisCall can help you make your business more secure, please contact your account executive or reach out to us at one of the contacts listed on our website, HisCall.com. In closing, allow me to circle back around to Lubbock, Texas. I ultimately did not become a Red Raider at Texas Tech University, but instead became a Blue Raider in my home state at Middle Tennessee State University. Be alert, be aware of the cyber threats you face but don't be afraid, only believe. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.